The North Forker Weekend Podcast is brought to you by Sherry Winter Parker of Corcoran. Sherry is the North Fork's top real estate agent and top producer from 2005 through 2020. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the North Forker Podcast. I am Michalina Defont, and I am joined today by a special guest. Um, I want to welcome Jennifer Murray, who's the program director at North Fork Audubon Society and is also the founder of Turtleback Farm Education Center. Welcome, Jennifer. Hello there. So happy to have you on today. I know this is kind of different from probably what your everyday uh, role has been lately. Yes. Um, this is great, though. I mean, I think that having you on, it just makes so much sense these days, these colder winter days when people are looking for things to do outside. Um, I'd love to pick your brain on things that tips and um, things that you think are best for families, best time, best ways for people to spend their time outdoors. Um, I definitely want to talk first about your really incredible background, both in education, um, not only inside the classroom, but also outside as an outdoor educator and leader too. Sure. So yeah, I've been an educator for many years, um, and most of it's been outdoor education. That is amazing. Um, and how did you get involved in that? In education? Um, in, in outdoor education, I guess, specifically. Oh, that goes back quite a bit. Uh, I started as an environmental educator with the Theodore Roosevelt Sanctuary in Oyster Bay. Yeah, wow. Um, that's amazing. And you just love it. I'm assuming you love and your family must love spending time outdoors as well. <laughs> Surprisingly not. <laughs> but my toddler does. My yeah, toddler is my new uh, nature buddy. <laughs> um, I have a toddler too. My, my daughter, or she's three and a half, so preschool aged, but um, loves being outside in nature. However, I was, I was speaking to um, our editor, Sarah Austin, and she was actually saying that sometimes it's really difficult for her to motivate her school aged daughters um, who are a little bit older to leave the house. They just have a fear of COVID and also have a strong love of screen time these days and are just kind of lacking motivation. So um, how do you motivate families to get outside the ones that are kind of more indoors people these days? Yeah, that can be a struggle to pull kids away from uh, screens, but just um, making it a priority to go for a family hike is one way to do that. And, and a great way is um, making it purposeful, uh, like going out on a beach walk and searching for cold stun sea turtles uh, picking up marine debris, all these are really important to our environment, um, and families uh, have been doing that together this winter, um, and the kids feel that they're doing something uh, beneficial to the environment, and that's a great incentive, rather than just going, you know, quote-unquote, for a hike. Um, right. They have a purpose, they have a focus. Uh, but, you know, there's different ways you can focus Children, though, depending on their age, you know, whether you organize a scavenger hunt, you know, collecting pine cones or a particular seashell, there's ways to get kids um, who may be reluctant a little bit more involved, doing a craft with seashells, um, so making pine cone feeders, there's a, there's a lot to do. Mm -hmm. um, there's really no shortage of that, but yeah, we, I have a, a pretty long list, you know, being that we have short days, uh, night, it's, it's uh, 
nighttime, dusk hits about 5.15, you know, going out on night hikes, that can be exciting for kids. You know, they might have a natural fear, overcoming that fear, um, getting them to um, become acquainted with their night vision, going out for owl prowls, listening for owls. There's so much to do, looking at the night sky. I mean, I, the list goes on and on and on. Um, yeah, so... Those are really yeah. Those are great suggestions. And so for a night hike, which something I maybe I actually wouldn't have thought of to do, and I love that you brought it up. Um, what places, what locations do you recommend doing that at? That it's it can be tough if parks close um, at sunset or if they close at dusk. But a lot of uh, you know, if you're a town resident, you can you can drive down to the end of a road and there's a beach there, mm-hmm. um, and you're allowed to park there until you know, 10 o'clock. Um, so even if you went on a sunset hike and, it, you know, it turns to night, um, you know, you don't have to worry about a park being closed. We have all those beaches um, to, to, to do a night hike on. Yeah, that's a really great um, idea. I'd love that. I'll have to add that to my list of things to do this winter. And I'm sure so many families will be doing the same exact thing. Um, yeah, I mean, but there's still so many things to look at in the night sky. We still have Mars, um, right overhead, uh, Saturn and Jupiter still visible right after sunset. Okay. So it's, uh, you know, we got Orion, they can look for Orion's belt, uh, look for, we're so fortunate out on the North Fork. We, we don't have as much light pollution as Mm -hmm. up Island. Uh, so you can easily see the Milky Way. Yeah, the later you get it, um, wait at night. Um, yeah, there's there's a sky watching, um, getting acquainted with um, night vision. I mean, you can do that right in your own backyard. You know, getting familiar with the shadows and the lights of your own yard. Um, you can make it a quest to, you know. Um, be in one position for a certain amount of time. It takes about 10 minutes to, to get your night vision. Does you make, turn off your, your property lights, um, you know, listen for sounds, get acquainted with the sounds in your yard. So there's, there's some exciting things uh, that kids sometimes don't venture out, but they can do with their parents. Definitely. I love those ideas. I remember the, one of the first times that my daughter was, um, well, she's three and a half now. So she's, she's kind of, she understands like, that it's nighttime and that usually we're indoors, usually close to bedtime. Right. One of the first times that she was outside, um, like playing outside when it was dark out, she was just fascinated. She's like, oh my goodness, my shadow is so big. And then talking about the stars and the moon. And um, it is really great to have kids outside when it's dark. It's like a whole nother world for them to explore. So it really is something fun to do that's probably different from um, what families typically do with their kids. Yes. You know, the winter time is such a great time to listen for owls. Um, because it's, it's, you know, before their bedtime and the owls are active. It's also the great horned owls, um, nesting season. So they're particularly vocal this time of year. You can even hear a duet of a male and a female. Um, you know, the male is a little bit lower pitched and the female a little bit higher pitched. And you can actually hear that there's, there's a lot to explore and experience that, um, maybe the first time for a lot of, uh, kids, even parents, even. Yeah, definitely. I love that. That's great. 
And then as far as North Fork Audubon Society goes, um, which we lovingly call the Red House Hike. Um, <laughs> yeah. We go to quite often and we really enjoy um, the hike out to the sound there. Um, I know that um, there's a lot of programming and that you are the program director there. Um, I, I understand, of course, that these in these COVID times that programs are not really in full swing, but are there any programs that are happening um, or that are planned for this year? Um, you know, we still run our children's programs. Uh, you know, we take up to 10 kids that might even be fewer uh, as we get into the winter. Family programs we're not running at this time only because of COVID. The last program we did run was um, a sea turtle workshop, and that was to get families out searching for cold stunned sea turtles because we're still in that season. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, something that families can just do independently, um, you know, because we have such a, a limit on, on how many people can attend uh, that's why we're, we're really just running the children's programs from the Young Birders Club, the Young Naturalist Club, which is an after-school program. Uh, we have a homeschool group called the Nature School. Um, but as far as uh, family stuff at the Audubon, uh, we also take in volunteers to help with trail work. Uh, I'll give a tour of the park and uh, people can sign up to help out with trail maintenance at Inlet Pond County Park. We do have the Great Backyard um, Bird Count coming up in February, and last year that was a family event. We, you know, educated families on how to identify birds, and we went on a a bird walk. Uh, Kids learned how to use binoculars, um, that's on February 12th. I'm not really sure how we're going to go about that with COVID, uh, probably maybe in small groups, uh, with distance and masks outdoors exclusively. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could probably do that. Um, but even if people wanted to do that at home, uh, setting up a bird feeder, learning how to identify just your backyard birds, that's another family activity to get involved in making the pine cone feeders I had mentioned earlier, you know, whether using Crisco or an animal fat or a peanut butter and rolling that, you know, smear that onto the pine cone and then um, rolling that into bird seed and then hanging them on the trees. There's a lot of uh, fun little crafty things that kids can do um, in that way too. But as far as the Audubon, that yeah, we're we're doing a lot of virtual programs this winter. That's great. That's good that it's still being offered um, to whatever extent it is. And where should people go to look into those programs? Um, we're actually in the middle of updating our website, but we're, it's northforkaudubon.org. Great. Um, but yeah, we're just up, updating that that website, so it might not even have that on there, but we are also on Instagram and Facebook. The Facebook events, I think, would be the first place people should look for an upcoming event. Okay, perfect. So we'll direct people there. Um, And then obviously you, I'm sure, frequent um, the North Fork Audubon Society, the park there, um, and the trail. Are there any other uh, places on the North Fork that you really love to go to with your family that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, you know, that's 
this is such a great time to go out hiking in the woods. I know we talked a lot about, you know, looking for sea turtles on the beach and marine debris cleanup, but this is such a great time to hike our beautiful parks because the ticks are dormant. So you don't have to worry about that (laughs) because, you know, in spring, they're just everywhere. Um, But there are so many great county parks and town parks and state parks where you can just do short little loops, you know, depending on the age of your child. Um, Goldsmith Inlet, I know everyone knows the beach, but on the other side of that inlet is a county park that has a nice short trail. Um, Soundview Dunes County Park has uh, beautiful trails. It's very diverse. Um, They have a lot of different habitats and a short, very short walk. Um, Orient Beach State Park is beautiful. Um, And there's a playground there too. Um, They have a little nature loop called the Roy Latham Nature Trail at Orient Beach State Park. Uh, there's so many preserves. Oh, Downs Farm Preserves. It's level. It's, you know, it's relatively flat. Uh, and you can do two loops, a long one and a short one. But uh, yeah, there's uh, wonderful town preserves. Uh, Peconic Land Trust has a lot of preserves also. Uh, the town has a great map. The South Hold Township has a great map, map of uh, parks. Um, I can't think of the the link off the top of my head, but if you just put it into an internet search, it would pop right up. Sure, that's a great idea. And yeah, we're so lucky and so blessed to um, be out here and live out here and have so many incredible parks and trails and hikes um, right at our fingertips. So definitely a good time of year to explore. As Jennifer said, with tick season, um, ticks being dormant, it's the perfect time to get out into nature. Halleck State Park is another good one. Yes, that's a great one. We love that one too. Our family enjoys that, uh, which is a relatively new trail. I think it's been there, uh, was built maybe four years ago, I want to say. Yeah, I think so. Um, It was, you know, it was, um, there were trails back there, but it's been bought up by the state park and organized uh, very nicely, actually. Earthsky.org has pretty user-friendly information for families on the night sky, you know, um, you don't have to be uh, really knowledgeable in astronomy to, to look at that website. Uh, okay, so, that sounds perfect. Yeah, it's a, it's a great go-to. Um, and you can just see, you know, what's, what's going on in the night sky. And there's all these great apps too. I don't know if you have that, um, like Starview, you know, where you you hold up your mobile phone and you, yeah. you can identify uh, a planet or a star. Um, it tells you exactly what you're looking at. And it's just um, pretty incredible that when we look up, we really are seeing so, so, so much more than we even realize. So yes. And amazing. again, being in the North Fork, you really have a great uh, view of the night sky. I mean, the fact that you could see the Milky Way is pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, definitely. And does your family ever go to Custer Institute in Southhold? Um, I have personally. Um, I'll probably take um, my younger one when he's uh, a little bit older. And um, yeah, that's actually we're that's actually something we're teaming up North Fork Audubon and uh, the Custer Institute and a few other organizations on dark skies. Um, oh, wow. That's another thing that families can get involved in is, is it's actually a town-wide pro it's, it's an international program. 
dark wow. skies, uh, but the Southhold Township is um, uh, going to be doing a little bit more education on that and outreach. That's great. Another thing to add to our, our winter list. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for your time. You've given us such great ideas uh, for things to do and resources and tools for us to look into. And I do really appreciate it. Yes. It's a great time. Coronavirus or not, it's a great time of year to go outdoors. Yeah. The benefits of being outdoors, no matter what the the climate is, um, is definitely something so, so great for our health, um, our mental health. And um, there's really no, no better cure than time outside. Definitely. I would just recommend for families that um, they layer up. Do you know, it's yeah. meaning we just don't put a big winter coat on, but you actually <laughs> dress in layers. Yeah, because the kids can get so uncomfortable so quickly. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, yeah, bundle up, but have fun. <laughs> uh, well, thank you again, Jennifer. Um, stay warm and enjoy nature, and hopefully we will see you very soon. Thank you. Thank you.